This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chanel in the City. Happy New Year, my coconators. We have an exciting episode for you today because you guys all know that I am obsessed with this next guest, and I can't believe I'm saying this in front of him. He's hysterically laughing. I am going to give him a proper intro because he deserves it. I am pretty much in love with him, obsessed with him. He's the hottest, sexiest, and funniest Bengali American stand-up comic and actor right now, killing the game in the New York comedy scene, actually all over. Uh, you've been, you've probably seen him on America's Got Talent season 15 and Bravo's Cash Cab. The list goes on. Please welcome my special guest, the funniest, the sexiest, Usama Siddiqui, a.k.a. Siddiq Freak. <laughs> How you doing? Can you tell my mom that, all that? Oh, my God, your mom. Shout out to your mom and dad. Yeah. They raised an incredible human being They're and crazy. a beautiful Thank one. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, you are, you're at control, too. Right? I am, right? You're doing great. All these half mixes and all the yeah. Colombian in you. What, you. what do you got? You got a little Lebanese, right? Lebanese, Iraqi. Yeah, everyone you're thinks Greek? I'm Greek. No, I dated a Greek. I've dated okay. internationally. so I made And he my... fucks some Greek India? Is that what it is? <laughs> Actually, I've had a Bengali boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bengalis you sound like you're down me. with Bengalis. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I am so down. Brown boys, men love me. Yeah, I can see that. I'm already kind of yeah? enveloped by your space a little bit. But you're like... Well, you're different a little bit. I feel like your plate right. is so... Dude, are you, are you, you have only, to teach are you, me are you, only, are you only banging like fruit cart dudes? Or Always. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to be a trader and For I love you. you. Two banana half price. Always. Dude, my boyfriend and best friend right now yeah. is... He's a Bengali sure. uh, manager of a gas station. Mm-hmm, typical. Mm-hmm. But he says the most amazing things to me every right. night. My beautiful girlfriend, when you are, are you going the... to leave your husband? Me, I don't <laughs> They are, because they, they are kind of smooth sometimes, but they don't have enough English knowledge to be super smooth. Right. So they're like, you know, oh my God, Chanel, you look so tender today. It's like, what? It's like, should I take that as a compliment? Is that rape almost? I don't know. You, you look very supple, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, they're very, they think the compliment is like, you you look very exotic. Even exotic. though the white people don't like you, we like you. Okay, no, we're gonna we gonna fix your accent. All right, so yeah. So tell what, me tell me the because you do such an amazing accent. Obviously, are right. you from um, originally? Were you born in? No, no I was born in, in Canada. Actually, oh okay. So you okay? So you my parents cool my then. parents are all Bengali, right? Yeah. Um. So I grew up Bengali household. Mm-hmm. Uh. But I'm I was born in Canada in Vancouver. Oh, very cool. No wonder all the so cool kids come from there. Drake, uh, Justin Bieber, yeah, Usama yeah, Siddiqui. yeah. Same big three. The big three. Um, when you do the accent, it's good, but you all, you do the kind of thing where it's like a bit, it, like it's almost Filipino. I dated Filipino for That's a very long time. So Filipinos go like like this, but you, it's more like the L's have to go back, right? So Chanel, what are you doing? Huh? What is the deal? Huh? Thank you for the fucking tea. Huh? The tea that I asked you five million times. You're like uh, less yeah, yeah, caffeine. Dude, <laughs> talk to me about that. I, I are you wanna... like, dude? Can you no, leave no, me the fuck alone? I, I typed in. You asked me the same question like nine times. I did. Then the ninth time, I was gonna be like, look above, and then I erased it. I was like, listen, don't be that asshole. 
<laughs> Chanel, move your eye one millimeter up. <laughs> I meant like because the Starbucks don't leave it up right. to the Starbucks guy. Because right. when you said ginger and lemon, I right. thought you meant like you know old school like Arabs and Indians. Yeah. You just put you know squeeze right, the lemon, right, right, or right. put a ginger in. Should I find drink? an actual lemon? I'm in Italy right now, searching for a lemon for your sexy ass. Do you need <laughs> sexy ass? That's what it is. It but, was fun. Thank you for the tea. So no, much. of course, this is perfect. Of course, is, is it like Bengali standard? Um, what is the tea in Bengal? Is I more think. like they love milk tea, so condensed milk. Then they'll, you know, the, the tea has to have an old man's finger in it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. when the guys make it at the tea stalls, they have like nine, like cups, and they just pour all the tea in, like they're holding it. So like you're getting a little bit of fucking zakir in your fucking tea. You know what I'm talking about? Are you dated Bengali? So maybe you might know some of the some, some of them. Of yeah, names. Bengali moms actually like me, but then I can't. You know, I want to get into like a oh, lot yeah. of the culture. Sure, stuff. sure, sure. Let's do so it. So here's what I love about you. Okay. First of all, <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I love. I'm not it, even though. allowed to say that. I'm I Jewish. It. No. I love it. Right. And I'm Jewish. <laughs> Moses. Shit. We have a lot. We have a lot to talk and cover. <laughs> Holy Maccabee, you're hot. Shit. Does that work? <laughs> Your Instagram. First of all, so. You, Wait. Comedy now, the pandemic, with it happening, it's been tough. It's been tough for up-and-coming comics. It's been tough for comics like you who've been in the game. You've been in the game, what, now eight to ten years? Yeah, eight eight and a half, nine years. It's a long time, and we're going to get into that. It doesn't happen overnight. Sure, sure, of course. Comedy is a very hard uh, skill, and most comedians are very brilliant. And they're yeah. teachers on, the, and we're yeah. gonna get into your side job too. Sure, sure. You doing the table of contents of the podcast right now? Love it, love it. So much. To Woo! Chanel, let's go to. Let's Before go. I faint I'm and Osama smacks, <laughs> you faint. I'm just the like, sh- bitch, <laughs> Miles, stop the recording. I'm out. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, back to the text because maybe you could talk to our audience about sure. advice with guys, right? So sure, like, sure. a lot of us women who don't talk have game, it. talk about it. And you I think you're doing great. Well, I tried to find ways yeah. to text you, so I was like repeating myself. Well, I, I'm usually not that stupid. I, I think because you're so anxious, it actually looks kind of cute. You know what I'm saying? Because like you're falling into your own energy. You're not I being am. fake. You just are. I am. So every time I see you, going like, ah, ah, it's like kind of making me more into you because I was like, this is just her being herself. And it's kind of cute. You like, and that's what I love about you. So all mm. everything about you, whether you do your jokes on Instagram. Right. By the way, go follow Usama right now <laughs> on Instagram. Okay, at Usama stands up. Yeah. And he does the funniest videos, and Thanks they're so, so clever. And here's the thing. What's up? A lot of people, as I stroke your ego more and more. Please, please. A lot of people <laughs> in comedy sure. especially, and I've been around the block too, even mm. though I – listen, I can't get booked as much as you. Okay. I'm also a woman, and I'm so fucked up that, right, right. you know, whatever. We'll talk about that oh next God. time. But, you know, it's interesting to me that with race going on in America and, and, and the protests mm-hmm. and, and people being so sensitive and scared to say right. anything, you're so yourself. And you talk about it on sure. Mango Bay, your podcast, with your best bud, Pranav, mm-hmm. who's guy. also a stand-up comedian who's hilarious. My guy forever. Yeah, I Talk thi- to us about yeah, sure, that. Sure, sure. Like, um, you, <laughs> you asked nine questions. I talk did. about that. Like. Nine things that I just said. Yeah, that nine, yes, yes, please. That's how I am. By the way, this podcast is about like a million things. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I love sense. it. I love it. It's so funny. Like 20-minute question. Thought? Yeah, I think the main thing is people are. You can tell when someone's being themselves, and when sometimes when someone's trying to be themselves and it's not themselves yet, because they're like, "Well, this is an idea of who I am." But if you are truly yourself, no one can actually hit on you because it's such a real, unique thing in this world that is so bogged down by by technology and just fear of interaction. Um, I think the main problem with modern society today is that everyone tries to uh, stop the hurt of human interaction. So make it all less awkward. Let me just text you. 
text you a breakup. Let me just, you know, fucking uh, DM you something instead of being like, what's up? So all these, like, it's all trying to, like, smooth out human interaction. But I think the main thing of human interaction is that it, it is so messy. And it is so fucking, you know, um, it, in its core, it is beautiful. It's the most powerful thing in, in this world. But it also comes rife with tension. And if you, if you can be yourself through all that, it doesn't matter what you're saying because you're saying it with self-love. And that's, that's what I think is the main thing that's missing. A lot of self-love is missing from this society. Because of Instagram, because of Twitter, because of fucking uh, technology. Yeah. Did I answer anything? You answered everything. Okay. I'm just like, you're brilliant. Oh, my God. Fucking brilliant. Okay. I'll be like, my favorite food is pudding. And you're like, exactly, genius. <laughs> yeah, no, Einstein yeah. loved pudding. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you did go to med school. I did. I did. And I want to talk about that. Sure, sure. Because that's cool. Like, when did you decide that you wanted to get into comedy? Um, I was I was a shy kid growing up. I was very terrified. Like, shy. Oh, yeah. I know. I was when I... If you met me in high school, right, um, I wouldn't – if I was talking to you right now, I'd be covering my face because it was such a natural response to my own self-loathing. I didn't like my face. I didn't like who I was. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm like know. shocked. Um, I was a very self, self-hating self kid. And so uh, – but with my friends, I was really funny. So, like, I had, like, a couple of brown friends, and we were just, like, goofy and lo- – like, goofy losers together all through high school. And they were the only people I would, like – when I was talking about that, I wouldn't cover my face. I was just such a – ashamed kid um but from that started this sort of like being funny because being funny was the first time my ego was ever stroked like being funny is an interesting thing because when you start being funny if, if you come from a place of self-loathing it becomes the only thing that lets you have self-love so it's a dangerous thing too because now you're you're the amount of funny you are is is directly affecting how you look at yourself when you're first funny you don't have a, a healthy relationship to your own funny so that was going on with with my friends i was just so, so i needed to be funny if that day I would, I would like go through my head and if I didn't have enough like laughs that day, I would feel depressed. Cause and you didn't get hit on by girls? I was so weird. What? I was... Uh, like now, I mean, do you okay. see your comment? Yeah, like, it's, No, no, it's there's there. people emailing messages to me and I was like, bitch. <laughs> bitch, get in line. Get in line, bitch. White bitches, get in he line. He likes lemon ginger tea, bitch. <laughs> and I fucked... And I did <laughs> I did that. I did that. I did that. <laughs> he could open my fruit cart any day. Yeah. Um... Oh, it's interesting that you're saying that. I was, I was so, uh, so self-hating. I, it, well, it comes now. It's very obvious because it's, I, I, I love myself. But before I didn't do that, it'd be very obvious to also see like a why he wouldn't get it as well. So it was like um, I, was, uh, I was so skinny, even skinnier than now. I was like one clavicle. You know what I'm saying? I was a moving clavicle. And I had a bowl cut in like eighth, ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? It was like not. You're still turned on. Still, you're like still hot. Still. Got I'm like it. you're because I was a nerd. Like <laughs> right. I was that nerd right, that hung right. out with the cool girls, but I was sure. really a nerd. I was like, right. you know that Bengali dude? I love him. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you do a video actually oh, on the yes! about when the white cheerleader yes. starts saying the better, the better, better, do you do it better? <laughs> That's, That's when you know, right? That's when you know exactly. But exactly. it's so weird to me because progress and I go. We both have. I think we've been sure. uh, raised similarly, where sure. you know suppressed. So in the your culture. mom, mom was Lebanese, or my mom's Colombian. Sure, and your dad. Uh, she's she's a Jewish Colombian gotcha, gotcha. conservative, and my dad's Israeli Iraqi and Lebanese. Okay, so he's wow, like, wow, 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 wow. He's progressing now, but he was like, you know, so he's Egyptian basically. Got it. Can't have a voice. <laughs> Can't have sex. Can't have sex. 
Even after marriage, don't you dare. Don't you dare. I don't want to hear it. Israelis are like, I don't want to hear it. Mm. Okay, guys, I would like to take a break from the podcast to shout out our sponsor for this episode. We want to give a big shout out and some love to Care Slash Of. Care Slash Of, you ask what that is? Well, it's all about your vitamin intake and customizing your vitamins for you. I'm on this health kick, as you know, mind, body, and soul. And, you know, Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and every day and that supports you long term. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always on the go. I don't have time to research the vitamins that are for me. I don't have um, the knowledge or the expertise to know what's good for my body and I'm constantly struggling with it. I want to be healthy. I want to be energetic. I want to be my best. And I suggest, I recommend Care Slash Of. They are going to do all the work for you. All you got to do is take a simple quiz that's also fun. Basically put all your information in and what your challenges are, what you're, you know, what you're going through at the moment, if you're low energy, if you're high energy, if you can't sleep, these vitamins are going to take care of you. All of Care Slash Of's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science, which I love. You guys all know I'm into science. I mean, even though I'm not good at it, I love it. Care Slash Of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. Your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. Care Slash Of's in-depth five-minute online quiz, which is super easy, asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. You can rely on Care slash of to be there for you. Their holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your house. Get a personally tailored approach to your unique health needs. Follow care slash of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. February can be your fresh start to this new year and your resolutions don't have to be that big, small, impactful. Changes are just as important, like adding a daily vitamin to help support your energy, sleep, or fitness to target those goals, whether in the short or long term. Make taking better care of your health a priority and make it super easy with care slash of. For 50% off your first care slash of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code CITY50. And you can thank me later. It will change your life. Okay, you guys always ask me who my hair and makeup team is and my glam team. And you know, I can't get through anything, especially this interview. I can't get through without my glam team, okay? Without my hairstylist. Shout out to Lindsay Kuhn from Oh Lala Hair. You guys got to follow her at O.LalaHair. That's O-H.Lala.Hair on all social media platforms. She got me ready for this interview. She made me look so fleek, so on point, so chic. And you guys can go see her other inspiration hairstyles on her Instagram. She's a balash specialist. She's an extension specialist. If you want to get your hair done for weddings, make sure you to hit her up and make sure to tell her Chanel in the city sent you so you can get 10% off your first purchase. She's also located at 3001 Merrick Road Suite, 106 Wonton, New York. And you can book an appointment with her. She also comes to the house and um, she makes everything easy for you. So make sure you hit her up at o.lala.hair. Okay, you guys are always asking me how I get my makeup glam or who does my makeup glam because it always looks on point. Well, that's Georgina Cornago Beauty. You got to follow her, my girl, Georgina Cornago. She's one of the best luxury makeup artists on Long Island. She does bridal makeup. She does celebrity makeup. You name it. 
book her. She also deals with amazing skincare. She gets preps your skin before she does your makeup. She actually got me ready for this interview with the most amazing, the hottest, Usama Siddiqui. I know you guys are loving the interview. And, you know, I was nervous for this interview and I wanted to look my best. I wanted to be in my A game. You know, you ladies want to look on your A game when you like that guy or you have a crush. And so she really got me ready for this interview and made me feel and look confident. So make sure you follow her at Georgina Cornago Beauty. Get 10% off by saying Chanel in the City sent you. Now back to the podcast. Cultures are similar in terms of like just being, you know, because you grew up Muslim. Mm-hmm, I did. And Muslim and Judaism is, they're similar. Oh, for sure. We're brothers and sisters. Same shit. Brothers Same and, shit. And, and I love how you say you always have to come from love. No, of course. Which is so of important. Of course, of course. So oh it's so interesting to me that you have this this background because most people will look at you and say, right. I most guys say, I want to be this guy. Oh, my God. And most good. girls are like, I want to be with this guy. <laughs> so it's just interesting that everybody, you oh don't know God. what everybody's going through. Can I through. come every week? I can Please. I be the only guest? Jesus Christ, this is nice. Holy yes. Shit. Uh, whatever you need, I'm here, I'm here for you. Got you. And, um, and, and, and I won't meet to you. Anyway, <laughs> that, that wasn't even that great. That was a fine tech. I think you were like, yeah, you're hot. And you're like, okay, sorry, okay. I'm turning myself in. Well, I was thinking yeah. of saying and funny. Right. Pretty like using the funny before the, for the, the sexy, but I right. said- you're sexy. I'm yeah. sure you hear funny all the time. Sure, so. sure. Um, and you are sexy. You're hot. It, it, you're gonna be on the sexiest. You know, it was. It was. On it was Forbes. Sex, always, what is it? Sexiest man, Maxim. Thirty under thirty, hottest, most fuckable Forbes. Fuck the fuckable Forbes. The list. Sexy, not most fuckable. <laughs> I think the sexiest man. Let's see. I'll be right. Thank you, Allah, God. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I was not a person who was viewed as anything but weird looking back in the day. Um, the confidence came through the funny. So slowly. I got funnier and funnier. Then a girl or two were, was coming out, but I had no concept. I was just terrified. You know, first time I touched tits, I ran to my car and prayed, you know? So I was just terrified of, of women. But there was like a whole uh, gradual increase where the ego was the funny. Then I started stand up, and that was perfect because then I can put my ego into some art. Ego is always there with you, but you have to put it into something constructive or else it can like really turn you to a piece of shit. So. Instead of having the fear of, like, I need to make people laugh in my day or, or else I suck, I was able to put that ego of funny into stand-up, put that into a craft and just build that. I chilled out in real life, and I didn't need to be funny every fucking second of the day, and then I could connect a little more with people. And that was a good base to just grow off of. So I was getting self-confidence with the stand-up, not needing to always be, like, high-wire, crazy Usama to be funny in real life. Slowly, that created a, a self-love and a, and a good bedrock for, for growth. That's amazing because it's very hard to do. I think it's yeah. I think it's the only thing you have to do in life. It's the hardest thing to do, but it's the only. You actually, it's actually your only job, is to just grow. Everything else will be fine if you just keep growing. I love that. Yeah. And also, you say that on episode ninety-eight. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna be May very thirteen. Uh, episode ninety-eight on Mango Bay. Yes. You talk about ego tripping. Yeah. I love oh that gosh, episode. Chanel, you are. I mean, I'm a sponsor. Listen, I, love, I have no, I have no friends. I lo- You're my friends. No, seriously. <laughs> of course. And everybody always asks me, you know, what's the hottest thing to do? Who's uh, the hottest person to watch? Ah, uh, uh, you gonna ask uh, me that? <laughs> okay. Why don't you watch Mango <laughs> Bay? Listen to Mango Bay. Uh, 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 you'll yeah. learn. <laughs> you'll learn a ton of shit. You'll talk I was about, like, shit. I'm not that smart. It's like it's like anal, anal, anal. Pakistan invaded Bangladesh in '71. Which is that's what's so amazing <laughs> is like you could take history and what we're dealing with today and right. make it funny. Sure. It's really hard, like you know. With comedy, a lot of times if people are sensitive with what's going on, and how do you deal with that? I think I, I really think that if you're coming from a place of love, it always dies out. No, no one can attack love because it's more powerful. So if some like white chick blogger Huffington Post McGee comes at you like, actually, um, when you said cunt, my Irish dad used to say cunt, and I trickle. So 
that doesn't come from a place of love. You're not coming. You're coming at me from a place of subjugation. So my love will be more powerful than subjugation. Why did Shane Gillis get shut down after SNL? Well, you know, he got, he yeah. got cast SNL. Then the, the, the neuters thing came out. Why did Why did he get canceled? It's because he didn't come from love. He came, it came from like a shittier place than like. You didn't see that clip and think, oh, he loves Chinese people and he's doing that joke. If it if it did come out from love, like say he actually loved the people he was making fun of, that wouldn't have come off as intense. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, love, if you're truly coming from love, if, if you saw that Mangaway clip, that was like Chinese people. You'd know at the end of it that they love Chinese people, even though they're doing the fucking accent, maybe a gong sound or two. Right. But you can see that their love for the people through their jokes. It comes in the eyes. It's, in, it's, it's a sparkle in the fucking joke. You can tell. And when it's coming from a negative place, everyone kind of can feel that. They can. So in my opinion, anyone who's ever gotten canceled deserves to be canceled because they weren't someone of love. I love at that. that. At least at that part of their lives that made them get canceled. It's also a simple way to live. I mean, as hard oh, yeah, as people think sure. it is, it's great advice, especially for people who are suffering through mental health. Of course. I, I think it's also a selfish way to live. Like, like even if you're a selfish Machiavellian bitch, you're like, if I help you, then that'll make me feel good. Even on the, on the most base, the prince fucking idea, it's like it should be a thing that, that you propagate in your own self, I think. Totally. I, yeah. I'm actually evolving. For real, I'm evolving so oh, shit? with you. Okay. Hell yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, this typical. I'm not yeah. white, so everybody. I don't I think just, you are. Yeah. I don't yeah. Think you are. I mean, I look it. You sound it, but it, and I, I sound it. I don't think you. Why do you think? <laughs> I had to grow up in Long you're, Island you're, with all the white you're cheerleaders. You're all vowels. You're like sexy vowels. You're like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Chanel right there. My own language. That's the, that's the whole Chanel vibe. I love it. I love it. He's going to be like, I went home and I like, I don't know. This girl is crazy. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm, I'm already into you. So I, let's talk about also your comedy being clean. Now, this is hard for sure. a lot of comics that are good. They have dirty com- comedy and they can they take risks. They could either like hit or miss. Sure. Your comedy is very very relatable. Sure. Very very relatable because it's clean. Yeah. But you also take risks and it, it transitions. Can be clean, well. but it can also not be clean. You know, it's the same. So time. how do yeah. you? And but also your another thirty questions in one. Here we go. You're also a teacher. Yeah, I know. I, t- I tutor, tutor math to kids. Math. Yes, yeah. <laughs> another like by the way, you don't even have to be a comedian. You could be like, guys, I look like this and I tutor math and I'm funny. <laughs> you should be the next bachelor. There you go. Right, sure. There we come on. Come on. Look at him. These bachelors also they're all like fucking what Peter Parker McGee or whatever the fuck, right? They're just like, hi, I like IT. It's like bitch, you suck. Yeah. And all these gorgeous women are just like, I want him. I, I want that six. It's like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? And that so that so yeah, so like how do you how do you 
decide what's going to work, what's not, because really it's off the crowd. It's right. It's, it's never a clean, dirty thing. It's like what's clean, what's dirty. It's not that. It's more like um, um, what is the funniest to me. So when we're hanging out at Mango Bay, it's not ever like uh, what will we say that will create this vibe or like, oh, what will get people riled up? It's always like, how do I make my boy laugh? And he's like, how do I make my boy laugh? And that's how you are with your best friend. You're not thinking like, oh, this will get my friend. Oh, this will. What does my friend think about this take? It's more just like, yo, what's up? And it just goes crazy. I think if you wouldn't get canceled, if you're, if you're with your best friend and the conversation you have wouldn't get you canceled, then you're just not your best friend. You know what I'm saying? It's like some acquaintance. Nice. The, your best friend that you're like, everything is okay, they should get you canceled. And that's what we try to bring. Just that energy of like, you are literally hanging out as we hang out in real life. If you sat on the couch right there yep. after the podcast, it'd be the exact same thing. Yeah. That's what I think uh, a lot of podcasts don't get right because they always book based on demographics. So like, oh, I'm a white girl with one left leg. I need a black lesbian with a right leg, you know? And then we'll t- together, we'll blah. But that's not a, 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 like a solid bedrock for like friendship or a podcast, I don't think. I agree. I think that's actually when we, when we watch you or listen to you, mm. we feel like we're with friends. We feel right. like it's effortless, like you're right. not trying so hard. Yeah. And I am annoyed a little bit with the culture, including myself. Right. Um, we're trying to be <laughs> like top one iTunes. Is Hi. It? Uh, Help really, a boy out. Give me some subscribers. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a yogi. I need some subscribers too. Do right? you? You have a lot of subscribers. We're popping. working. It's popping. It's 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 going. It's going. I mean, people like left and right in Long mm. Island also are saying like, "Have you guys watched Mango Bay?" Have really? You guys, yeah, like the white Jewish kids. What? Shout out to them. Persian. Are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The other day, actually, some. No guy, way. I, yeah. Way. I'm like, ah! even. Ah! Um, I love it. But you said on the podcast too that a lot of people, right? They shout you out. Right. Right. Um, even you were sucking face in an elevator. You see uh, how I saw yeah. you? Oh. <laughs> oh Bitch, God. I want you to kidnap Chanel. me and just handcuff me. Right, that's the idea, right? <laughs> Your fan. Jesus no, Christ, bring kidding. the camera out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me at the Roxy Hotel. Jesus Christ. You poor thing. People are just like, like, let me just rape the shit out of you now. A little bit, but it's and like always consensual. I'm a little it's, horned Okay, up, good. You know? It's a consent. It's consensual. Right. Okay, I hope so. I'm, yeah, I'm always a horny fuck. But that's the thing. It's like, it's it, we also got to parcel out your fucks you can't just be fucking all the time so it's like if you're gonna f- if i'm gonna fuck that night i got to do more work than i would have if i hadn't fucked that night so like say there's like a girl who's like all right let's fuck tonight right i have to go harder from three to seven so i can feel good about going at you know going out and fucking at this wherever okay you and know? you you say fuck girls a lot and do you date um date a little bit um I mean, it's all the same, right? It's not, it's not like a... Is it? I don't know. Because well, I'm trying to figure this out. Right, right. Okay, it's interesting. It's Every fuck is not just... Even if it's just like you meet at a hotel and you just fuck, right? It's not... It doesn't have to be devoid of feeling or connection. You can connect deeply to someone you just fuck a couple times. But you can also have no connection to someone you date. So I think dating and fucking... I mean, maybe sometimes you go off for a drink before you fuck. Is that dating? I guess. I mean, it, I don't think it really matters if it's dating or fucking. Do you enjoy the person you're hanging out with? Are you on the same page? Does she want something more? Are you lying to her because you just want to fuck? That's already a bad situation to start. If she's just down to fuck and you're just down to fuck, boom, that's dating now. That's your dating, right? Right. But the problem with most people is, I think, is that they don't ever say what they want exactly. They say, like, oh, I want to fuck her. I want to acquire her pussy. And that's why I'll do whatever it takes. Maybe chill with for, for three months and then fuck and then be a shit. It's because he wasn't true to her what he wanted. There's plenty of girls who just want to fuck. Stop, stop, you know, ruining, like, not, not ruining. Girls are more powerful than that. Now stop, uh, stop taking away her time 
because you just want to acquire a fuck or you just want to fuck this person and feel good about yourself. Fucking, if you want to just fuck, find some, your energy will bring that energy. Just find someone who wants to fuck too. Girls are fucking, you know, they have agency. They, they're, yeah. you know, you're in New York too. Stop, stop being a little bitch and, yeah. and lying to these well, women I think energetically. Well, do you think you're an asshole? Uh, sorry, Period. you. <laughs> Do you think like a guy? It just shifts. You like hate me now for the next one. Yeah, actually. Um... Have you ever seen the movie? Actually, Trishna. It's a huge, famous Bengali no. movie. Oh, I, I know what Trishna is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't oh seen it. Oh my god, it. with Pino Frito. You got. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Are you, but... you're a Bengali fan. You Big know time. what the fuck is up? Okay. Yeah. Oh, but it's a Romeo and Juliet. It's a tragedy in the end. Just don't okay. think I'm crazy. But it's a beautiful movie. Okay, got you. But it talks about like what. Have you, you talk... had Bengali food before? Like really good. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna tell you to come to like a restaurant yeah? that I have. Yeah. Oh, cool. I would love to. And you know, Chanel yeah. City, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. Like, what's your favorite place sure, to sure, get let's to? Do it, let's do it. I feel, and I have some time with you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm hanging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you okay? I'm good. I think I'm, I think I just need a second. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. I swear, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, no, no but it's a compliment. Right. I do think you're amazing. Thank you so much. No, I, I think it. you're an incredible human being. Thank I you. think it's also I don't see it a lot. I don't. You know, you're 29. You're gonna be 30. I, you're <laughs> millennial. I'm screaming at your age. <laughs> I know everything. I know your DNA. I know your birthday, 1991. So how does it feel having a 34 inseam? How does how does that feel? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> How's it feeling having 85 ball hairs? What is that like? Just tell, just tell us, tell the fans, tell the fans. <laughs> just tell us. Just tell us what's up. <laughs> just really. Listen, um, I, like, listen. My mom hates on me all day, so this is nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my, I know. My mom, I get it. Right. I, I do, why do you think so? Do, do you think it's the culture? Like, how did you even, the fact that, this is why I respect right. you too. Like, I get on a daily basis, you're going to do the podcast, you're going to do the comedy. You're not the <laughs> fucking comedian. What is this? Go do this. Like, be a doctor, be a fucking lawyer. You know lawyer. what's already so amazing is that your dad knows the word podcast. That's already like, well, he loves you. He must love you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mom has podcast. What is a pod? Huh? Pod she, what? Oh, she doesn't. She's she no concept. Does of, she know about Bango, Mango Bay? No. Uh, she has said, because like, uh, my brother's wife is kind of like, eh, why are you so dirty on Mango Bay, you know? Uh, she doesn't really get it as, as much. And so she'll like tattle to my mom a little bit like, you know, your, your, your son is going a little crazy on Mango. My mom comes out with the mom energy. What are you talking all this? What is this dangerous butthole talk or whatever the fuck, you know? And I'm like, mom, it's my art. Butthole's my art. Um, so it's like, dude. She's like, my son, I, you're supposed to be a doctor. You're smart. They don't realize that you are smart. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you still can be smart and funny. Well, but Indians, Desis, Bengalis, Pakistanis, they all want a, um, acquire some sort of bill of sale of the smart. I mean, you have to, you have to show them and so they can show their friends how smart you are. The idea of just being like, uh, you're smart for smart's sake, it, it doesn't work. There has to be some sort of metal attached to it. Why is that? You I don't know. I think Jews have the same thing. It's very All much like achievement based, you know? Yeah, like image. I think it's like it's so much hardship that you have to, like, Jews and brown people, I mean, the same level. I would, y'all would have probably more, I would say. But, you know, it's up there. We both had a lot no, of we shit both, going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, mean, I don't want to know by, by human bodies how much, who got more killed, but it's a lot. Um, y'all had Holocaust, but we had the partition of 47, which was equally Correct. explosive, right? So, um, it's like so much t- hardship. You have to find something that makes your life worthwhile and has value. Because your whole life, you've been maybe told or shown that your life has no value. So you have to fight against that idea. And so what's the first way to do that is to acquire value for yourself and then acquire value for your kids to be like, fuck you. 
I'm not nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not nefarious as much. You know, it is kind of you know, part of it is like I want to tell my friends and feel good about myself that mm-hmm. my son's a doctor. But also it's like I want my son to have something because we are a culture of lack. And so fuck the idea of, of us not having something. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's, it's, it's twofold. Which I love that you understand it. Like, you right. love your parents no oh, matter what. Oh, my God, I love my parents. You know, too. sometimes I resent my... <laughs> when they say that... Oh, I, hate, I hate my parents, too. I mean, it's not like... I, it's like, oh, woo! I resent them but you have a, But you have love for them, like, oh, for sure. and you're always you're, you're always understanding, so I think that's cool, too, that... There are times when you stop loving your mom. You're just like, I don't love like, you anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're the reason I have all male issues and I'm not married <laughs> at 36? Uh, yeah. You I'm so proud good. of it. What are you talking about? Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. But, you know, in our culture, it's... it's listen... Mm. Everyone asked you. We were in Macy's. Actually, we right. ran into a bunch of uh, Bengalis and Indians. Oh, yeah. Sunday Macy's. They love that <laughs> shit. And uh, we ran into, like, the parents. Indians do <laughs> love Macy's. They love fucking Macy's, dude. And they love me. Dude, They're like, are what, so you getting right. a dress to get married? Ah! And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go, here getting we married. Go. Yeah. But they love you because you know why? You have, a, you have a very soft face. I think a lot of Bengalis have soft faces. Yes. So um, you're, you, you look like you enjoy life. And yeah. I think Bengalis love people who just enjoy shit. Because and also you don't have any you don't have a, a negative bone in your body you're very giving and I think a lot of white people you know are not very giving you're not even white so I'm like calling you white uh, white people in general are not giving people yeah because like, it's just you had a lot growing up so it's tough to just give immediately you're not bad you're just it's hard to just be like hey what's up ah yeah but immigrants we're just so happy to be here you know what I'm saying we're right like, yeah Macy's on Sunday and that's why I think everyone relates to you because right. you you talk about on the podcast and in your videos right. how like the joke about Indian fathers mm. keep on telling you oh I came with five I, I'm sorry yeah. for my accent you so do it better bad. you came with five dollars in okay, your pocket okay here we go here we go uh, like my dad says yeah. I only came to America with three dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah, it always decreases yeah. you Osama well, had five. Oh, we called him prince of Saudi Arabia five dollar yeah, yeah, the, the, the joke is, is so so dumb. But yeah, and my, my dad's, you know, not even the main guy who is the culprit of that. It's a bunch of uncles. It's like amalgamated into one character, you know. Right. If my dad heard that, he's like, what the fuck? Are you, what? Right. I didn't, what? I'm like, dad, it's it's you, but it's also other yous, you know. <laughs> it's other yous. You know, it's not. So I know the first special I put out, it's going to be a lot of flack from my fucking uh, Bengali-ass community. Like, what is, what, what? What is it? You did it? It's like, dude, everything in comedy isn't just real. It's It's, the sentiment is real. But it's it's a it's a through line. It's a theme. It's an art form. It's an art it's form. It's the hardest. But my parents will take a, everything as a fact based, and be like, "What is? The, why are you really? Your dad said that, and never he said that." And now I'll be like, and the next time I'll be like sitting in the like all our all our uh, all uh, you know white interventions happen because your life is in shambles. Brown interventions happen because they want to stop your personality. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They want to stop yes. you from being yourself. Yes. All the time. <laughs> you know and saying? they want you always to take yourself so seriously. Right. Which is so hard in the right. millennial generation. Uh, Who the fuck takes crazy. themselves so seriously? I know. I know. We're all wearing plaid and fucking gym shorts all day. Blazers, whatever. You know? I don't know what the right? fuck I'm wearing. Like, you're like, you're like, you're like squeezing whipped cream into your mouth. And like, when are you going to get a kid? It's like, do you, this is, that's an A to Z situation, right? A whipped cream to kid? 
Are you kidding me? Let me figure out the whipped cream thing first. Exactly. Anyway. Well, you also, but listen, you've been doing stand-up, which is the hardest thing, because like in New York, okay, you do stand-up everywhere else, it's hard. Mm. But New York City is the hardest place. Right. We both run in some circles. Let me tell sure. you, it's not easy. You can't oh, yeah. just be like, oh my God, let me go on stage. I'm <laughs> funny. One time my ex-boyfriend, right. he was like, dude, you're not funny. Right. Oh my God. I, I was like, okay, but the crowd was laughing. But yeah. okay. We get uh, people get right. that all the time. I said maybe that's why I'm not booked, but all good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "I could do this with my eyes closed." Oh, Jesus Christ! People losers. always say that, but this I know the, it's so the, hard. This is the fruit cart guy? No, this was a uh, is of course an Israeli guy. Yeah, Bengalis yeah. don't. Bengalis they talk to you like you're the fucking queen. Yeah, exactly. They're like you're beautiful. Stand up! You're the funniest girl I've met in my life. Oh my god! Even my fruit is laughing. <laughs> I can't laugh that hard because I don't want you to see the lipstick on my teeth. Anyway. <laughs> Let me yeah. See. What do you got? Yeah, you look fine. Oh, thanks. You have okay. a beautiful smile. Too. Don't even stop. Give me your teeth. Just give me your face. Let me bar- let me borrow you for a day. How white is that for someone to say? Let me steal all your talent. <laughs> look like you. Yeah, all your all your flirts come out like creepy. Let me just like steal your teeth. Huh? Let me just <laughs> let me have your incisors. I think I watch too much Trishna. <laughs> Trishna. Trishna. <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> crazy. Anyway, so um. Yeah, like how do you how do you when you started coming onto the scene? Sure. What did you do? Did you can you take us through like did you do open mics? How did you get connected to be booked? Like, do you go out of your way because you don't seem like desperate at all? Yeah, I mean th- these nice months are gonna be tough because everything's closing down, right? So the spots get really tough. But like before that, yeah, when I first came to New York, it was just like how much it was not about getting spots. It was like how how, how do I work as humanly much as possible you know that i felt like i, I saw her in a podcast once on like wtf or you made it weird with pete holmes like just do as much comedy as humanly possible so i took that and i just ran with it i was like all right let me just do as much as i can and everything will set itself up so when i started i came in and i just started doing three short four shows a night just like whatever mics whatever wow yeah anything open mics is brutal brutal because you you're doing it in front of <laughs> Yeah, you already know. Other comedians who don't laugh at you. Oh my god! I'm sure they laughed with you. No, I, I was. You're not. You were bombing. I, I you bombed. Bomb. I was. I bombed before. Yeah. No. Yeah. One time, eight years no ago. Way. Yeah. What yeah. talk to us about the bombing? The bomb. The one bomb in I my can't life. Imagine you bombing. Um, when I first came to New York, it was I was still learning the the ropes, and so in New York you have two weeks to work a joke in the mics because after that it's all the same people that are seeing you again. So you have literally like you have to fix this joke in two weeks. So sometimes I would do the joke I didn't know. Three four weeks into the into the doing working the joke, and I realized it's the same people, and I would just be like, "Oh fuck, I gotta keep writing, I gotta keep writing." So it was tough in the beginning to understand that in New York, if you want to succeed, you gotta keep creating new content. That's the only thing I think that will determine if you're a comic when you're sixty or not. Can you create good stuff that's new a lot frequently? That's it. It doesn't matter if you're hot now, if you're hot later. It's all gonna stop if you can't create new shit that's good. That's comedy. It's not like the Eagles. You have one good song and you just fucking work that into every goddamn prom, you know? You have to creep creating new creep creating new stuff all the time. That's the main thing. That's such a good answer. And to which which question? To all the questions. Yeah. Right <laughs> here there's question. no real questions. There's just conversation. Good. Great. You know, I would like to talk about Sure. Everything with you. I think you're the most fascinating human being oh in the my world. Oh god. But I'm really being genuine, but I also love to love too, sure. and I love. Yeah, I see that. You're I a very sweet it. person. It and makes I, me happy, and I can take it. I'm not actually like weird. I'm just like, yeah, right? Like white guys are like, dude, should I block in. her? I'm taking it in. I no, love I'm it. Kidding. I love it. Yeah, I would never block you. Well, thank you. I'm opening you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, he I, I have a close if friend. If you approve, you have, what, sorry, that's the, the, good. The, the green IG story, whatever the green, uh, you know, background on the IG stories. It's yeah. just you. It's just you and me. 
You okay? I love that. Don't tell me that. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, he's my husband. He's going to be like, bitch, I got like three girls that I got to meet in a hotel. I don't know what you're talking about. See, I just broke out in like a ghetto Queens girl. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. That's great, though. I also have that in me, though. Sometimes I'll you be do? fucking. I'll be like, oh, my God. Fuck yeah. Oh, my fucking God. You know what it reminds me of? There's a show called Friends, and it's not Friends, Friends, but it's uh, Friends Went to College on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, uh, Jordan uh, Key or whatever, right? Yeah, and he goes, you always... You always break out in weird accents right. when you're uncomfortable. I just thought, that was, <laughs> but you don't do that. You're like genuine about it. I love accents. I think it's all fun and it's all games. You know what I'm saying? Um, I try to just be, you know, if I'm feeling weird about something, I just try to like channel it back into some like the love energy. You know, I, I, that seems to work for me. Yeah. If I feel weird about a crowd, say I don't want to. See, some days you don't want to feel funny. You're just like, I don't want to do the show. I'll try to do some mantras that'll get me back into a space where I'm trying to perform for them. You know, like, you know, say things like in my head, like, wow. They're here for me, and I'm here for them. Let's go for it. So, it's like little phrases that'll get me back into a space of like connection with the audience. So I give a fuck to do a good show. So that that's I mean, if you saw Last Dance with Michael Jordan, he always put his mind in a place so he could outperform everybody else. He would create little storylines like, oh, that Kobe Bryant called my wife a bitch, and then he would just score ninety points on Kobe because he created that in his brain to to excel. So I think that's a thing that'll sustain you in, in New York. Is like always. Work your mindset into a place where you want to work because that's what's going to keep you going. That's amazing advice. Let's talk about Ameris, uh, America. America's Got Talent. Here we go. I mean, what Here a show. Go. Here we go. What, I mean, the judges. <laughs> I mean, the platform. <laughs> and you were funny. Mm. And you got to also remember, guys, watch it. Season 15, On Demand. Oh yeah. YouTube. You can watch him. I watched him 30 million times over the weekend, Thank over the week. Every oh. view is hers. <laughs> Imagine. You do it I'm great. just calling all my Bengali friends. I'm like, yo, uh, change your usernames. Bro, change your usernames. Send it. Yeah. That's how you got the 50K. Come on. Yeah, no, bitch. Kidding. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, but it. America's Got Talent. What a big platform. Right. How did that happen? And talk to us about your experience on that. Um, I just kept doing comedy. And then some, some um, you know, producer was like, I saw your shit on YouTube. I want you on the show. We will clean up your jokes. There's I have some jokes. Where I'm like, yeah, fucking burn, fucking bitch shit. And so they're like, we love the joke though. Just fucking, you know, maybe take out the, you know, cut around the crust, whatever. And so I sent some stuff to them, to this guy who found me on, on YouTube. And I didn't know that he was one of the biggest producers on AGT. Because before that, another producer, Nyla, who I love, but she tried to get me on a couple of times. They never, never worked. This other guy, John, who I love, got me on and he, he, I didn't realize he was like, kind of like a, he knew he knew how to work it. I got, I, I, I skipped all the fucking, you know, that sad gym scene where like there's 90,000 dog walkers, you know, at LaGuardia College. Like I skipped that whole shit. And uh, I just did it for the producers and they're like, yeah, we want you on the show. I did an audition right before COVID. So it was like March 14th of last year, like right the week before it all went to caboosh. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. And I uh, got a standing ovation at that one. And then they, even then though, they don't, they don't tell you this, but not everyone who gets standing ovation gets on the show. They have to look at the storylines. If the storyline matches what they want, they'll put you on the show. So I had friends who had, who had gotten a standing ovation last year, didn't get on the show. Killed it, just didn't like the, the storyline, you know? So I was like, all right, you know, if that's the thing, just fucking don't even worry about it. Just kill it and just whatever happens. So somehow, this, you know, this guy pulled the strings. I got on the show. I, I went hard on the brown shit. I was like, my mom. Ah. And they're like, tell us more. And I was like, okay. The, the brown backstory they worked. love that they shit. love that producers right? love that you were smart and that also smart. it is they, the way they put it together i gotta tell you was hilarious right, right. i cried yeah i laughed really yeah i cried i laughed i came a little bit i have to admit that even though my dad will kill me but yeah i i did i did just a little bit <laughs> on your podcast you talk about guns? just a little bit i was like you know what fuck you whatever the guy was meeting then i was like i'm good i'm gonna watch myself some usama siddiqui on america's got talent and I'm just gonna like envision things, and I then love yeah, I love my name. It's so cute. Oh my god. Am I pronouncing it right? No, I love it. I love it. It's, just, it's like a very Jewish way to pronounce my name, but I, I think it's so Tell cute. Tell me, explain. No, Usama Siddiqui is right. What, what are you but saying? I'm is saying it like no, Jewish. You're like saying it. No, you're saying it so. Per- that, that, I never heard it like, like that, but okay. it's, it's actually correct though. You're, you're actually pronouncing it correct. No, you're saying it different. Siddiqui. No, 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 no. Usama Siddiqui. Usama Siddiqui. Yeah, you're saying it perfectly. Siddiqui. Yeah. I, I just have a weird. I know. I'm Chanel language. Right. Chanel Omari. Right. Chanel Omari. Arab last name. Sure. I am Adi. It's like, is it iron in there? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. See, so you can up? relate to me. White dudes are like, dude, you're fucking weird. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What do you mean your mom is like staring at the window while I'm driving into the driveway? Like, <laughs> yeah. See you later. Never. Yeah. I'm like, I'd be driving. I'm like, is your mom staring? Where is she? Is your mom okay? Why is she not staring at the window? Is she hurt? Yeah. Minorities are all the same. That's why I've right. changed it. All my videos have changed from brown to just immigrant. Now I say immigrant. I think that's an interesting shift because every time I do immigrant, it's like, oh, everyone gets it. That's not white. Exactly. We've always been trying to like put the races in one. Oh, black people like this, Mexicans like this, brown like Well, actually, dude, all minorities are exactly the same. It's all, exactly. it's all heavy education, heavy intensity, high strict parenting, a lot of work, a lot of tension, um, and it all works somehow. That's the American immigrant way. Is it, it's, very, it's that and then entitled uh, rich class. That's the only demarcation, I think, in, in America. And not be yourself. That's it. <laughs> so wait, the experience. So we're yes. going back to that. So, yes. yeah, so how was you that? You get me Im- off on it. You, you, Sorry. You're the one who no. gets me off on it. I, I know. I lo- yeah. I, listen, if you want, I can just follow you all day and just be like, oh, I'm the greatest wing woman too. <laughs> not that you need any help, but whatever. Just an excuse to hang out with you. Anyway. Yeah, straight up. Um, America's got it. Yeah, you okay? We got this? No, I'm, we're still I'm, in it? I'm good. Okay, come on. Here we go. Breathe. I got it. Yeah, you actually, I want to talk about anxiety too. Talk about that. Yeah, are you still nervous? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Thank God you're funny. And <laughs> are you good? <laughs> I think so. I love it. I think I'm good. I think. I think. I think. Pee is coming out of my urethra, but besides that, chilling. Literally. Um, <laughs> uh, AGT, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So um, I did that, and then uh, got into the um the second round and it was like yeah I, I did it then COVID hit and I was like fuck I don't know what's gonna happen I have no idea they didn't they said like listen we're gonna stop production for a little bit we don't know what's gonna happen so I was like alright this could've been it you know one one, one and done and then there was like a second cuts that usually would've happened in Orlando but because of COVID they didn't do that they just told you on screen 
So always like a nerve wracking night where they're like, all right, at 3 a.m. Eastern, you're going to know if you made it to the live shows. And uh, like at 3 a.m., I, I was passing out. I woke up and then like Simon Cowell's like, yeah, you made it. You're going through. And I was like, yeah. so then, um, you know, then the whole uh, August was preparing for that live show. Went to L.A., got um, quarantined for a little bit, uh, got tested many times over. And then I performed for three people. That was the crazy one. That was one that was like, oh, dear. But here's the thing. It's like there was no crowd. It was going to be tough regardless. So, But the idea is it was just still like the second round. It was a live show. It was three judges, and it was like the second thing. It was another 8 million people who got to watch my shit. You know, and I'm kind of happy what I did on that show because I kind of called away the people who would never would have enjoyed my shit anyway. And now all that's left are the fans. Because I heard a lot of stories about comics doing like all their cleanest version of themselves, like the more the ones that aren't really them. Then they have these tours, and then all these people come out and they're blown away because like, what is this? Because they see the actual comic and not the AGT version. So I think what I did was I just like sliced away any potential not fan. And just brought in the people who would have come in regardless. Which is brilliant, too. Again, I think it's all right. It was it's great. Okay. No, because it is hard to do it in front of or on a show like that. Right, you know, right. it, you could, like you said, you could be an amazing comic, right. stand up, performing every night. You're not nervous, and then right. you can bomb on of a course, show like that because it's course. the producer's agenda. Right, right. At the end of the day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What they want out of it. How did you feel when you did your, your part with Heidi Klum? Oh, boy. You, 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 you took a risk, but like. I, for sure. But it, it, it was totally fine because it was like. In that moment, I was terrified. I was like, fuck, you know? Like, she took really offense. I mean, she was already ready to be hating. I could see her face. I was like, oh, she's going to be a hater. There ain't no crowd here. She's going to have all the power. Because when you have a crowd, the hot girls have no power. Because she, her her um, take on the comedy is 1% of the whole thing. But when you have three people, she's not 33% of the reaction. So hot girls love that. They love having that level of power over something. I want to talk about that because you yeah. got uh, – Yes, I was, was going <laughs> to. Yes to all. Yeah. Because yes. I feel like sometimes yeah. hot girls, not even, or cool girls, sure. they like want to check you maybe because they don't know you yet. They'd be yeah. like, oh, this guy, he's good looking. Right. right. Um, he's funny. He's cool. cool. He's brilliant. Um, he's a good person. There and I go. can't top that. So I'm just going to just try to level, you know, bring him down. I don't know. I feel like people sure. do that, right? Sure, of course, of course. A lot of resentment in the world. How do you deal with that? Um. Yeah, it's it's. You have to just be so, such a like a loving person that even they're like, "Fuck, man, shit, I can't." Even hating on you doesn't feel good anymore because you give. You know what I'm saying? Like people, I remember one guy kept saying this, but a guy would always say for years, be like, "Yo, dude, I know you're being fake. I know you know how to work a room." And you, I know you, you kept saying that you know how to work a room, bitch. And I'm like, dude, I'm just being me, right? He's like, "No, you know how to work a room. I see you, bro." And slowly, it took years. And slowly and surely, he's like, you know what? Maybe you're fucking okay. Because he has, he had 19 multiple trials, 20 multiple trials. I just kept being the same dude, and then he just couldn't. He just couldn't. His thing was losing, losing flavor. It was his own brain. His own brain was like, bro, you can't. It's illogical to keep hating like this because it's not right. I remember. Here's how you know that you're doing it the right way. Your haters have to upgrade their hate. So in the beginning, the haters will be like, ah, oh, he ain't funny. No, he ain't funny. Always. He ain't funny. No, no, he ain't funny. Then as you keep loving yourself and keep growing, they have to upgrade their hate to keep an audience and to keep upgrading their hate. So then they have to be like, oh, he ain't that funny, which implies that you are. So he has to, he has to give you a little bit, even in his hate, has to be a compliment. And then his hate's like, you know what? I hated his last three specials. Then he's giving your credits in the hate. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's different levels. Right? I love this. I need that, it. We need to hear this. Right. That's how you know you're, you're, you're staying on the track. Because that guy has all he's been doing for years is hating on your ass. But all he's been, all, the only new thing he's th- thought of is his hate for you. He's had to upgrade his hate. Because it literally doesn't work 10 years in to be like, he ain't funny. Because it's so obvious that he is. So now he has to be like, I didn't, he's overrated. I didn't like his last few specials. You know? Literally, you just gave me, you just gave me my credits in the hate. That's how you know you're, you're doing all right. And does that inspire you or drive you to just do more? I mean, like, how time. do you not? For me, it was hard, especially women are tough in comedy sure, because it's sure. hard as a woman to be, to of make course, it. So I know there's like tight spots. Sure. There's a lot of haters in comedy in general. Had did you just like focus on your craft? You're like, dude, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna be booked. Like, were you booked on some shows that you felt like uncomfortable when people would like say no, things to you no, or not? It was always good fun. It, 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 it wasn't good, good fun, but uh, <laughs> you see, you see, I'm Bengali. Jolly good fun. I think I was Bengali in yeah, a past yeah. life. I had to be. So good. I fucking had to be, man. I had. To. I love I Bengalis. Love I love it. If dude. they would only marry me. Okay. I love you back. Yeah. Okay, I love good. you back. Um, I can see you as being such a fucking Bengali um, lover and loved. You know what I'm saying? I hope, I, but I don't know if I'd be pr- um, domestic enough. Uh, I am domestic though. When I, you know, sure. for my man, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, but yeah, I think Bengali Bengalis are, are not a monolith. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of t- types, right? Bengalis are artists too, very yes. much so. You know, there's uh, if you go to India in Calcutta, which is a lot of Bengalis, uh, they're known as like just artistic people. So you only met like you know Raheem, who wants to be a trader. Who wants to be a trader. Five years, damn! I'm so so many of them, and they're hot too. But you know, right. trader not for me. Comedian. There it we'll is. See. I see you. I see you. I see you. But anyway, um, sorry. For, go on. No, not even. No, sorry. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm no one's good. ever said thank Maybe you. Maybe no like, one's ever said. Like People just, just yell at me and say the most crazy shit to me. I go, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I'll do a video and then they're like, "Yo, you're crazy." Hey, uh, thanks. But I like how you're very um, confident about. Like, listen, most people would say, "Oh, Heidi Klum or Simon Cowell." They judged me like that on a national platform. That doesn't it, seem to. to no, no, it's, that's the cool thing about you. I think that we all gravitate mm-hmm. towards that. Like we know you don't care like that, and you love yourself. And I, I just think uh, I know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know? So I, I have a lot of girls, um, you know, in my life sometimes who are they just can't give the love out. Maybe they're like, they, you know, I, I used to date a comic, a couple comics. Jesus Christ, yeah, I, I this is a specific comic that uh, couldn't ever say good set. You know what I'm saying? Even after a smash, you know, really? and I think it's not her fault. Right, it's that she just she's a comic too, and she wants to have her space in the sun. But giving me love felt like a zero sum game to her. She was like, if I give him love, then I'll feel less funny, and so her ego wouldn't allow her to be like, hey, that was a great, awesome set. That's a dangerous way to live. If you can't give someone love and the thing that you want to be awesome at, that means that you're not secure in your own art and your own skill and your own self. So th- that kind of thing, it's like, all right, let me, just, let me just hang out and just chill out. And then that kind of energy gets them more angry because they see that it doesn't affect them that I, they're not saying good set. That's a, a double thing where they're like, oh, it doesn't matter if I say good set to you. That's a recipe for a crazy bitch. Totally. That's a recipe for a girl. Usually white bitches do that. White just bitches. kidding. This girl was not white, but she no. – um, Brown? This brown girl, yeah. Brown girls can be like that too. Anybody can. Anybody can. Anybody Women can be white. Women in general yeah. now, we're fighting for – that's what I was going to say, like – whether you're brown, black, Asian, right. pink, blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Jewish. It's right. like women in general, I think we're trying to always fight towards the man and like be equal to men. It's a male gay shit, yeah. Which I don't see. I mean, I'm... It's such bullshit. Yeah, such it, bullshit. It, it's, a, it's a bullshit idea. It's, like I'd be like, yeah, sense. you were the funniest man. It doesn't take away. I think if you are dating someone 
and they're doing the same thing as you. I don't think it takes away. You know how easy it is to find a not funny man too. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, like they're everywhere, and they all think they're funny. So it's like, it's like it's not a it's like it's such a stupid uh, bifurcation. Is man, woman? Uh, only in New York that I experienced this. This all these black, white, brown, all these divisions came in New York. For me, it was always, are you funny or not funny? That was my only demarcation in life growing up. Oh, you're, oh, you're funny. I want to hang out with you. Oh, you're hilarious. Oh, you're not funny. You. Uh, it was never like, oh, you know, anything besides that. And then when I come to New York, it's like, you're a man. You're a straight man. It's like, whoa, what? It's like everyone has to be on their little labeled uh, and then work within the framework of that. But it's like, you take that out. Now we're humans, and now it's all sexy. Now it's everyone's fucking. There's just respect based on humanity, and not based on anything else. Like that, that's a hard place to get to, I think, with America, because America loves to demarcate, loves to put you in the little lanes. It is hard. Yeah, that's why I'm so impressed the way that you've done it, and like you don't really like you don't do comedy for like other. You know comics. what? I'm impressed with you too. You know, well, because you're you. giving love. And it's not taking anything away from you. You're, no. you're giving it because you feel it. I do. In the same way like me where like you just think it, you say it. It's not you're saying I love you so much. I'm not saying so to make, much, you, unf- to make right. you feel uncomfortable. You just think it and you say it. It's all it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like when I say it, you're, like, you're cute. That's it. Thank I you. It and I, it's I cute a compliment? Cause I feel no, like, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No. It's not a compliment. Yeah, it's disgusting. Why would you be cute? <laughs> of course it's a compliment. Know, In what world well, is cute? Huh. Huh. No, I'm kidding. Oh, women, right. Women don't like to be cute. But they, you know, it's okay. No, but it's okay. But guys it's, like to say cute because they don't want to. I get it. Okay, interesting. Wait, you tell me love about that. women a lot. Ha, tell us I about love women. that's why, I, guys. Yeah. Can you please? And also, Pranav loves women. Of course. I'm just like you we, love women. I've never met men who love women. women. Oh, we love women. Ah, but in the in the ah, just oh. and you respect them, dude. I women are everything I've learned in my life. Really, like anything useful, it's because a woman taught me. Women are are seriously like fucking every like they are the best thing about this earth. Because they're, first of all, they love easier. They love easier. The fact that y'all can date ugly men and make them hot in your hearts is why y'all are better. That's, every dude, even if they love the girl, they'd be like, uh, is she she ugly? Dude, that's why we suck, because we're so visual. visual. Y'all can go to the, the, the essence of something and love that. That, in its own, besides everything else, fuck everything else, that's why y'all are better, in my opinion. Yeah. And... Yeah, women are just uh, dude. Everything they y'all do, y'all y'all can be too much for sure. Yes, because y'all feel more per moment. But you take the, away that sort of crazy bitch side of shit. All that's left is like just people who want to give and want to be cared for and care for. Yeah. They, people are like oh, they just want to be with me. There's she's just fucking desperate. It's like she's desperate, but she's desperate to give you love. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, it's not she's desperate to like feel get married. Anyway, listen, you I, get I, women. I know we have a whole a, a whole thing, but it's like I, I just I just love I love hanging out with y'all. I love being with y'all, and I I and I really think that y'all are better than us. <laughs> no, well, no, we're equal, equal quality. No, no. thank you. No, it's not that's, true. That's why, and that's why you can, you know, why you can be. <laughs> You okay? You, 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 I got you. I'm try- you I have a bigger you. vocabulary also than me, so think <laughs> about that. I'm sure. Do people get? Do women like? How is your dating life? And what is your advice for people out there for dating? By the way, this podcast does talk about dating. I'm not just trying to find out for myself. I got you. For you, Chanel, I got you though. Um, <laughs> this this, this comment's only for Chanel. Um, single, uh, tr- just not trying to mingle, just mingling. You know what I'm saying? New York is it's, again. It's it's like uh, there's. I want to say hoes on the docket, but that's a very weird way, thing to say. Uh, there's girls in my life, and there's women that are awesome. Um, and then if they 
maybe the energy just stops being great, then we kind of go our separate ways. It's like it's uh, it's all about energy. It's about like can we connect sexually, but also like after that, is there a good vibe? Can we hang out afterwards? I like I love fucking somebody and then just like hanging out and just chilling and just joking around with them, and then maybe like I see them maybe in a week or two weeks. It doesn't because we're both like hustling and yeah, York. we're hustling. both working hard. And uh, I think a New York girl, everyone needs once once a week. Even the hardest working New York girl is like once a week, bitch. All right. Yeah, once a I week. Know, once we a week. need it once a Don't week. Don't you fucking dare. I know I'm fucking. I'm basically lesbian, but I need you once a week. Um, <laughs> that's New York. And I don't care. I've no girl I've ever met in my life has been down for once every two weeks, which is my ideal. But that's we're working through it, you know. Um, because I like to miss the girl too. I like to miss the person. I like, like to mystery, be mystery, and just miss. I, I want you back in my life. I wanna, I wanna feel the dearth of you. That's why I think pr- the problem with, with, with the relationship is, is like a, people want to like just overload the presence. The lack of presence creates the the pining as well. It's it's about it's about distance and then and also uh, you know closeness. I think that's the main advice I'd give to anyone who's trying to date somebody um, is understand space. Understand that even if you love each other more than anything, space creates. Like, there's a reason why Office is amazing. Space was part of the funny. Space is part of the love, too. You got to give space to, to like, package your own love and, and, and come back so you can give them more love. You can't just, like, learn about yourself deeply. There's no, there's no guided meditation for couples, you know? Like, it's for yourself. That's what I'd say. That's the main advice is, like, give yourself space to self-love so you can give love again. I love that. Yeah, you're always talking yeah. about that. Also on Mango Bay. You guys got to download Mango Bay. Got to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, very accessible before they charge your asses. <laughs> it's coming. Patreon's coming. The, the Patreon's dude. coming. We're building I'm like, now, shit, so. I got to <laughs> save my money, bitch. I don't got to go out. I'm just going to put it towards the Mango Bay Patreon. I swear I am. I'm doing it. Love you. Yeah, and you everybody it. needs to do it. Mm. And, and, and I just think it's so amazing like what you do and how you inspire people and how you um, make people feel like comedy is real again. Oh, my God. Because for a while oh we lost God. it. Shin, that was a beautiful thing to say. Thank yeah. you. Miles, make that part louder. Girls, do not take advice from me. Take it from Osama. You, you know, because you <laughs> was with, I was with a guy friend when sure. I was listening to your videos. Sure, sure. I was watching your videos. Sure, sure. And I was laughing so hard at, while he was watching the football game. <laughs> and he's like, what is so funny? White dude, right? And I was like, dude, you're never going to get it. You're not, you don't Stop even come close to this guy. Oh he, the worst thing you could tell a guy, no. especially a white guy ah. who's watching football on a ah. Sunday. He's like, you ruined my life. I'm like, we're not even dating. I'm like, dude, you got to take some moves Have from this guy. Have you fucked this guy before? No. Okay, so, you've, so you, you haven't even given him the pussy no. to, like, so now he hasn't fucked you and you don't think he's full. Oh, that's that's a bad combo, right? And I was like, and you should compare yourself to someone because oh he's better than you, okay? Ooh. Ooh. Right? Feel he bad. wanted to feel, feel me. Whoa! He's like, let me see this guy and see uh, if he's really funny. They always do that. <laughs> and he started laughing. I was like, oh, really? that's right, bitch. <laughs> that's right. I'm never wrong because you know everyone has an ego of their right, own. Right. They want to like. That's what I was gonna ask mm. you. Do you ever feel like an object sometimes? Where. Right. Do you feel like you're really funny, or do you feel like people want to root for you? I think that a lot of us sure, battle from that. Sure. You know? um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm very funny. Um, if I, if, you know, I can say that now with yes. complete. Le- 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 before it was always like, hey, I'm a funny guy. What? What do you want yeah. from me? What? I'm funny. What? Um, but the idea of needing to prove myself, all those kind of negative emotions are kind of like dissipating as every passing day. COVID also really locked in a lot of like, stop trying to, because I remember I wasn't getting booked in some spots as much as I wanted to, and it was really bothering me, and then COVID hit, and, and the, all those spots closed, and I was like, why, I, why, was, I, why was I tying my, my mission statement to an institution, to a place? Tie, your, tie your, your journey to yourself. 
Stop, stop working on uh, waiting for other people and places to validate your mission and stop tying your horse to them. Like, you have your own horse. You ride your own horse. So that idea has, has liberated me from a lot of this kind of um, bullshit of, like, I need that guy to think I'm funny. I need that place to think I'm awesome. Or else, or else what? Or else what? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or else what? You're, That's it. And you talk about this on Mango Bay, too. You talk sure. about, I'm sorry to quote. No, but no, don't even. Don't, thank you. Yeah, you, you know, anxiety. You, you say something so, I can't What's even up? call you. You What's talk up? about the anxiety and, like, that it just doesn't exist, really. What, talk to us about that it's, a little bit. It's uh, anxiety. It's a fake situation you create. It's not that it's not real. Your anxiety is real because it's affecting you. But it's a fake situation that you, it's, it's fake stakes that you put on the situation. So I think well, that's what anxiety manifests as is that you're not present. You are either shackled by your past or your, or your future. So your perceived future is shackling you like, oh no, this girl's going to hate me. That's why I'm, ah. And then the anxiety starts. Oh, she didn't text me back. That means she thinks I'm lame. Nothing's happened yet. And you're just creating a, a fake future or the past of like, oh, no, this person hates me and now I'm uh, – has hated me. and uh. So it's all – you're just shackled by it. You're not actually present in the moment. What's happening here? What are we doing? What's, what's love? Always lock into the love. A lot of times comics are so anxious you can just feel their anxiety. So I try to. I try to be like, hey, take away the stakes from this conversation. You're putting all these stakes on it, making you anxious. Just take away the stakes. It's okay. So true. I learned from you. I'm learning. I'm coping. If people want to, because they always ask me, I don't know shit. I'm not a therapist. Right. I wish I was. But if you guys do want to. That'd tips, be the most insane oxymoron, a Jewish therapist. Holy shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> I would lay all my shit on them. They'd be like, right. yo, I'm more fucked up. <laughs> How did I go to you, this bitch? You think your mom's crazy. Let me give you a look at her. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my mom just tells me I'm killing her slowly every day. Every day. My, mom, my mom's like, I'll be, I'll, I won't call her like at the right time. Like 1130, I'll call her at 530 PM. She's like, first thing she says, so I'll die, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll die, and you'll be happy. Good. Good. Dude, they always love doing that to Dude, us. It always starts. My, the last, one of my last calls, I called her, and she was like, "You're the fastest fact today." What? You and the, yeah. I don't even know. And, but now I'm like, derp, derp, derp. The moms have a way of just like. They have a way. I don't know. I don't know. But they I say we know. love you so much. <laughs> it's it's bull- coming from love. <laughs> I'm don't. like, bullshit. I do not love like that. <laughs> not, that's not love. My love is like, you're fucking amazing. Yes. I'm praising you. Right. You know? And it's interesting how you came out of that, you know, the, out of an immigrant mindset. We both came out of that like, yeah. I need to love more than anything because maybe our, our environment was so, uh, you know, tough love or love through fire that we're just like, you know what? It's not going to be a hard thing for me to love somebody now. Exactly. But it's weird because when I'm with my family, it's hard for me to say I love you specifically. Oh, yeah. I say I love you to all my people all the time, but I can't say I love you to my to my people. I'm getting better, but it's like, why can't I say I love you to my family, but I can say I love you to everybody else? It's like a weird thing. You know, I love my family so much. We've created such fucking, you know, blocks and weird chuckles over the time that it's weirder to say I love you to your dad than it is to a person you just met. It's weird. No, and also you say something, again, I will not please, maybe please. half quote you. Yes. But the idea yeah, is that you say What's up, girl? on Mango Bay. Yes. The podcast. <laughs> this is not an ad. Yes. Um, that 
in general, we're kind of driven by the insecurities that our family, like with minorities, with um, right. immigrants, parents, like they drill this negative thing in your head that you're always insecure. So like today I'm like, oh my God. Sometimes it's an actual drill. It's an actual know? drill. It's <laughs> an actual like, yeah, they, yeah, they, they literally will hit me with a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Still, my mom throws shoes. I'm like, dude, we did this what, 20 years ago. It's not on. acceptable all right? anymore. This is slow. I, I got no, this, you're just like pushing it away. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I think is amazing about yeah. you is that like you could come out of this with love. That I, Sometimes yeah. I was watching the, I was listening to the podcast. I'm like, dude, this guy's so incredible. Right. Like, he talks about all his hardships right. and his, you know, you know, trials and tribulations like we all have. But you're really like comfortable and you talk about it mm -hmm. and you're like, um, it's fine. And you just come out of it with love. And that's right. so hard to do because most people resent people. for sure, that. sure. Most people come from hate. Yeah. I, I think also the American landscape, uh, our society is very geared towards that. You know, like you have to get this much women or you have to get this much money and get this. Blah. It's very ingrained. It's very ingrained. Um, you know, weight. Well, you know, men's men's. The the worst thing about America is women have to be skinny, and the worst thing about America is men have to fuck a lot to be awesome. These are the two worst ideas that have ever entered our consciousness in America, and they're very deep in there still, very deep in there. Um, and this in America is the mostly white, so you'll see that in white people the most. White, white women have to be skinny; they need to be skinny, or else they feel terrible. Dudes have to fuck or they feel like shit. It's all terrible. It's all acquisition based. It's all terrible. You got to stop living in that mindset and that sort of idea structure yeah and also people will be more cool like you i think why mm. women whether you're good looking or not sure. i do think it's cool when you are good looking and you're still humble like yourself and you're funny and you have all oh these like what else what else this wisdom <laughs> you're everything <laughs> i want to say more but i can't i don't i don't um observe the shabbos though so. it's okay because i don't either fuck see i'm more spiritual yeah are you spiritual or yeah, are you religious definitely spiritual okay me too um I believe in the other plane. I believe in the continuation. Um, Me too. Post. And uh, this is what I see. It's, it's very rational, but it's like, you know, it's not anything that it has to be like, I need to know this and then that. I have, I, I'm getting okay. That's my journey currently, actually, is to be okay with not knowing a lot of things. I, don't, I won't know what's happening tomorrow, but I'm, I have faith that tomorrow's happening. So just live like that. Live, live in that space. And you were raised, you were raised, you, you talk about also on the podcast and on your videos how like you were raised Muslim, religious. Yeah. How did you get out of that? And how did you like not let it interfere with comedy? You know, you're so cute. Oh, like, thank like, you. Like, really? Oh my God, yeah, so cute. Or are you just saying that? Uh, no, no I'm, I am saying that, but I'm just like as you're talking, I was like, oh, my God, you look really good. Uh, what was the question again? Sorry. Thank you. What was Sorry, <laughs> the I, question. I lost my my lost ten that. million questions. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer one of them. Um, I'll think about. I, I do like pudding. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> Was that a way to distract? Like, oh, you know, no. I was going to tell her she's cute. Right, right. What so was, she what doesn't was the build her nervous. No, I was, uh, um, the question is, how did you, you were raised really Muslim. Yes, I was. Religious. I was. Yeah. I think a lot of times when, like you said, minorities, religious right. people were so, were taught to be so perfect sure, all the sure, time. Course, which is the course. oxymoron of religion because you're supposed right. to be like loose and free and right, have faith. Right. You have to be perfect, but if you're not, it's okay. God's there to make you perfect and you have to be perfect though. So stop, stop being not perfect, but God's okay if you're not perfect. Right. It's like, and, what? Whoa, whoa. It seems intense. And comedy is like not, I mean, how did you, I guess, like, how did you be okay with that? Where you're like, I'm going to be spiritual. I don't feel like I'm disappointing right. the Muslim religion. Uh, I probably am disappointing a lot of Muslims, and I still get death threats from Muslims. What? Yeah, they're like, you're going to hell. That's but, the scariest. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's bad grammar, and it's like really hilarious. Like, hell for you waiting, you know, on Instagram. I'm like, okay, okay, Hamad, you know. Uh, and their avatar is just like a you know a constellation in Arabic, or it's like a yeah. you know it's like okay you suck already, um, and so those guys have come at me a lot. But it's like dude, it, you know it, they're they're more based on like 
context. It's like words annoy them. They're not living off of love. They're just like one word. Ah, if you just hear the sentiment, you get it. You'll get it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm here to love. No worries. I'm Sufi then. Give me. Let me be a mystical Muslim. Yes. I like I like Sufism. The swinging dervishes and all those guys. Those guys bring the magic into Islam a little bit. So, if anything, I'd like to throw the, my hat in the Sufi. Sufi. The Sufi gang. I love that. Sufi gang. Um, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up soon. Anything? What, what do you? It is a tragedy, but yeah. I'll stalk you after it. I'm literally stalking. Like I'm like walking no, I'm, to the grand central bathroom. You're like, you're like, ha, I'm here. The way you piss, the way you piss, it's like I can see the love. The way you love the toilet. I'm that girl. I forget what it's in every movie. Like with the gla- the girl's like, oh my god, <laughs> Eugene, which is part of your Eugene. comedy. You do a great. Yeah. You guys have to listen to 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 Osama. Mm. By the way, you could find him on YouTube. You can yes. find him on uh, OsamaStandsUp.com. Yes. He has all the videos. Follow me on YouTube at Mango Bay, and follow me on Instagram at OsamaStandsUp and your Mango Bay. Yeah, you do a yeah. really funny. Um, I just that? lost my train of thought. I really no. Do- See, I can't do interviews in person with you. I know, I know it's a lot. We do. I do doing great. I think it's a great time. Oh, thanks. Super fun. Yeah, super fun. Are you having like fun? I had a great. This is the worst, actually. Oh my god. Okay, good. As long as you're <laughs> honest with you me, then I I need you to tell me I'm the sh- I'm shit, so I can just get better. You know, I like I'm a masochist. I'm a self masochist. I like hurting myself. No, but I'm saying like you know, um, in general. Where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what do you want to have? What do you want to make out of this? I know you are a full-time comedian right sure, now, sure, sure. and you're doing the videos, sure, sure. Netflix special, the whole deal. Um, that's a lot of shit's kind of in talks, but it's like all COVID, so a lot of things are stopped. But uh, ideally, I'd be touring off Mango Bay with my boy. We're doing like stand-up shows all across the nation, the world, maybe off Mango Bay. Um, regular on a TV show, you know, some funny, but I can be a lot myself, yeah, you know, some I get see goofy that. best friend, mischievous goofy best friend type shit. Um, excuse me. Um, those are my two main things. Two I main want to tour up stand up, do big theaters, yeah, uh, and then um, and then be like the funny guy. But they know what kind of funny I'm bringing to the show. You know, like oh, it's it's uh, it's uh, you know you know who that one guy um, from uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, like, like the side best friend character. Oh, he's here in the show. Oh, this is gonna be a yeah, great but time. you are gonna be you're the lead too. I can see a lead as well. You're I'm the not, lead. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not taking that out. But uh, that's what I see. That's what I see. Those are my two big like I would love if that was going on. Acting my own show. Like right, a, you know, Rami style. That'd be like like based s- on your real life, on my real life, something like that. You know, um, writing a script right now about that. We we got some people kind of looking at, it, but it's like very amorphous. So there's stuff in the works, you know, and then we're just we're just building. That's really cool. That's Chanel in the city. What's your favorite place in the city to go check out, escape, eat at? Anything to recommend um, for us? Your apartment. That's my favorite place. Oh, I lo- with my parents. No, yeah, I gotta get out. <laughs> Dude, uh, I live on Long Island. By the way, did I tell you this? Ah! But I'm always in the city. Gotcha. Love hotels. Right. Here we go. So my favorite place in the city is uh, – what do I love? I used to love Strand Books, the, the top floor. They had these, like, massive chairs, and you can, like, sit there for hours and read. That was my secret getaway spot. Oh, that's cool. We got to yeah. check that out. Yeah. And how did you and Pranav get – so how did you and Pranav start this brotherhood? Uh, my love. And love why Mango Bay? I know the answer to this. Right, right, right. I got you. Uh, so I met this guy at a mic, and he was just killing it. I was just like, oh, this guy's fucking funny. And he was, uh, I never seen him before. And I love seeing Indians and Desis and people of, of my race. I, was, I love it. I'm just like, oh. And if they suck, I, it hurts me. I'm like, oh, you, you were Indian and you suck. But this guy was so good. And I went up, I, re- re- I just went up to him after Mike. I was like, dude, you're fucking so good. You're so fucking. I think he was like ready for me to maybe be like weird because Daisies are weird with each other. We are. Uh, because everyone's trying to be the best Daisy. Everyone's trying to be the best girl. Yeah. So our minorities fight. It's so stupid. Um, and so I just went up. I'm like, bro, you're fucking off the chain funny. 
and then it was just done. And we started riffing immediately. We were just like, bleh, 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 bleh. and um, one day we were on shrooms, and uh, we were just eating dried mangoes. And I was like, bro, these dried mangoes are amazing. And he's like, bro, you're my bae. And then he was like, bro, you're like my mango bae. And it was just like, <laughs> it was just done. Shrooms and mango became mango bae, and here we are. That's amazing. Kind of go for the world. 50K. We're going. Still going strong, verified. We out here. Blue check, what's up? Blue check. Now it's a whole different thing. Yeah. It's like I can't even get asked because I'm not verified yet. I'm still, I'm still, no, I'm still, I'm 20K, still. 20K, baby. You 20K. going? Come on. But are they're organic. <laughs> they're, they're not real, bought. Real fans. They're real. They're, they're, <laughs> real. Would you do a re- the real fans page? <laughs> yeah, our parents would fucking the tell us fans. it's over. Mm. <laughs> But that's amazing. Like, seriously, yeah. like, I'm so happy for you, you. genuinely, even though we just met and no, I've no, been it's, following it's, it's, you. For, vibes, for, so I, I can yeah. already tell there's good energy just like. Between yeah, us for sure. it's really good energy. And yeah. I think I can't I just I, I think I can't understand how in general you were like the weird, awkward kid. <laughs> I was so weird. Oh, my God. And so like girls. So when did girls start? Being like, it. dude, you're sexy as f. You're this or that. I want to meet you at a hotel. To ever, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to meet. What is this shit with hotels? Hotels. Are, I mean, there's there's a uh, there's an app called. Every guy wants to take me to a hotel lately. I'm like, dude, I, you gotta. I I'm a dinner type of dinner girl. You know? I got you. I got you. Not. Really, um, yeah. uh, you're like there's exceptions. There's an app called. Um, oh, what is it? Like, one night stand or something like that. And it's literally it's like a really nice hotels that you can get for like really cheap. So, oh wow, cool it, to know that. It's, it's like Fuckboy the app, basically. You know? I didn't know this existed. The fuck? I'll send you the app. Thank you. Um, so it's like, and hotels are nice in New York. There's some nice ass hotels. And oh yeah. You can kind of stay in these places for like maybe a hundred bucks, and it's like fucking holy fuck, you know. So it's not like, and hotels aren't like a nasty thing. I think it's like Motel Six. Come on down, hun. That's this guy. Hotel can be awesome. Bringing food. Yeah. Hang out. There's wine. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's. I think it's one of my preferred vibes. All of a sudden, you, you know, love in it. this pan- pandemic, because you can't hang out anywhere. Yeah, you can't hang out. So anywhere. you know, I got some money, so I'll fucking I'll, I'll throw it at some at the right person. At the right. So okay. So what do you in general? Does your mom want you to get married? Is that yeah. a pressure thing right. for you too? But when I when I turned five, she's like, okay, it's time. Let's go. <laughs> Start looking. <laughs> Who do you like? Uh, my mom is really anxious about it, but I mean, she's gonna be anxious about it. It's okay. I love your mom. She's in all your videos. Best. Beautiful the woman. Best woman in the world. Strong. You best. And the has a sense best. of humor too. Funny. Funny. <laughs> I love when you're like the video. Also, when, you, when you're like, because um, I stalked all your videos. Please. Obviously, <laughs> you say, um, "Mom, I'm high," and she's like, "Hi," <laughs> or you're like, the "That cunt. is so deep cut." That is so. I didn't do it, I didn't do it the right. Can you do it for us? What? I was like, Mom, I'm high. She's like, Hi. <laughs> you have to watch it, though, too. It's so funny. I, I showed my parents. They thought it was really funny. They think yeah. you're funny. They really? think you're great. Ah. They, they're like, You should hang out around people like Usama. Wow. He's a good person. Wow. You need good Which energy. hotel? Go there, honey. Yeah. Which... You go please him. You go, girl. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't have to marry you. You're good. <laughs> um, no, that's just like. Really, like, I, it's amazing that, and it's incredible that how you are with human beings in general. Like, I oh feel God. like you're just, um, yeah, you could te- you could teach a thing or th- two, a two. To I people. could th- I had sure. a list. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm nervous. It uh, works. It works. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you so much for being here. For Anything me. else that you want to talk about that you want to share? Um. Just uh. Just keep giving if you can. You know. Uh. It's very easy. Like you don't have to have any money to give energetically. 
try to be a giver. Um, it, it feels good, and it, it just helps the world. Trust me. You give because I'll, I'll I'll talk to comics like years after they start, like five years in. They're like, listen, buddy, I'll tell you right now, you're the first guy in the world that was nice to me. <laughs> you know, seriously, and it, it you blows are. my mind because I'm just like, to me, it's not. I'm not doing anything interesting. I'm just like, my mom said, don't be a shit, and look at comics as humans first, and not comics first. That's the main problem. Is most people. Who are comedians look at people as comic first and then humans. So that's why comics hate other comics because they're like looking at their skill level to see how they treat them. Flip that. We're all humans doing a thing. So treat people as humans first and then it all, it'll all be good. And then you realize that you might be the first person to ever do that and it blows their mind and you create something that, may, that they give to other people. And it's like it just – love is the actual only inexhaustible resource. It actually has – it is the only immortal, real mortal thing in, in this world. If you give love, it translates to more love. It translates to more love and just keeps going. It's the true immortality on this so earth. Just give that love, guys. Give All it. you got to do is give that love. And then That's follow it. a bitch. YouTube, Mango follow. Bay. Yeah. All right? Instagram, Usama Stands Up. Follow my boy Pranav Bahari. P- yes. Follow funny. him. Follow our podcast, Your Mango Bay. Y-O-U-R-M-A-N-G-O-B-A-E. That's right, because you guys are going to have new friends. Let's do it. Great advice. All love. And it's all love. And I love that. Really, no. Thank you for being nice to me. Of thank course. you for doing this. Thanks for being nice to po- me. This charity podcast. I'm nice. You're the, you're the nicest person on earth. Am I? I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. think people say that a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good thing, by the way. It's not always good to be is so she funny? nice. Man, she is so nice. Oh my god. <laughs> you're very funny too. You're very. I'm, I'm, I try. I'm, I'm more improv. I was, no, I was laughing the entire time. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. How do I know if it's real or not? You don't think it was real? No, I do. Was, I, do yeah, I do. I do think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fake laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good. I like okay, that. Yeah. Okay, and wait, can you tell me about the Indian food you told me? Sure, sure. I'll, I'll tell uh, you that, yeah. Suggest. Uh, Jackson Heights, best Indian, best Bengali Jackson food. Jackson Heights, best Bengali food. Best in town. Bengali food. I'm gonna go there. Let's go. With or without you, but uh, with you're gonna see me there. You're gonna be like, I didn't know wow. you were here. Is this the white guy who watches football? Wow, he's okay. <laughs> see you. <laughs> um. All right. Well, thank you, Osama. You're the best. Thank Sadiq you, freaks. I'm a Sadiq freak. I'm a Chanel. Bell. Are you a coconator? We call I'm them coconators. I'm a coconator. Call me Coco for short. Coco. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's be friends. The prayer is done. For real? It's and you done. know what I love about you too? You repost everyone. So oh, everyone, yeah. go follow him. He'll repost yeah, you because you're all some fame hoes out yeah. there. I know you bitches. <laughs> if something's good, I'll, I'll repost it. And it's you know good. what you remind me too? What's like up? the guy. The coolest guy in school, like, I, this is how yeah. I feel. And I'm, yeah. like, the nerd, and you're, like, yo, Chanel's cool. I know you guys all think she's weird, but, like, I accept I'm her, a, so she's got to hang I, out I, now. I'm, I'm reposting your personality. I'm, like, no, 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 no trust me. And they're, no, like, why would you repost that? Why would you repost that? I'm, like, Did she it. do, like, a million stand-ups? Like, we've never seen her play <laughs> with us. A million stand-ups. <laughs> That's exactly how people talk about stand-up. I saw you do the stand-ups. That was nice. The stand-ups thing you did? Jesus Christ, that's so funny. That is so funny. I've never, yeah, and you say Jesus Christ a lot. I so do. Is, is that a thing? Is that uh, like it's just weird? a funny, it's, it's an exclamation. That's it. Jesus Christ. It's just, you know, it's the way Bill Burr's is brutal a lot. It's brutal. You know, it's, I, <laughs> I say Jesus <laughs> that Christ. That is an amazing video, too, yeah. on your Instagram, the, the, the kids being brutal on TikTok. Oh, that yeah, was my favorite. for sure, for sure. Huge. That was huge. Well, thank you so much, Osama. You're amazing. You're incredible. Go follow this beautiful, mm-hmm. sexy, mm-hmm. funny, brilliant, incredible, kind human being. And learn from him. Likewise. Because I learned from her. Likewise times two. Her him. I learned from him. <laughs> kidding. I'm yeah, learning. I learned from it. I learned from it a lot. I learned from it a lot. <laughs> and stay tuned to Chanel in the City. You can um, follow us at Chanel in the City uh, on Instagram, at Chanel in the, because my life's so stupid that that's the only <laughs> handle I could get instead of the city.
fucking, I don't even know. I can't make my life up. I can't. I can't make my life up. It's so bad. Please subscribe. Rate. Usama's telling you to give me effing charity. I need it. I need to move out from my parents' house. Follow her at It's the only one that was left. C-H-X-I-L. That's all I had left. (laughs) Or at Chanel Omari. (laughs) I love it. Subscribe, rate. Thank you so much. Literally, no, you're amazing. Because I want people to know that, like, you are at your prime right now. I mean, you're going to get even, you're you're, going to, I I see an Emmy for you. Oh, my God. I see an Oscar. (laughs) I do. It's in the universe. It's happening. I I, I love it, and I want it. I see everything for you, and I want everything for you. Likewise. And thank you for inspiring us. Keep inspiring us. We'll sign up to the Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Mango Bag. Get on it. A lot of exclusive content. It's going to be fun. Come on. Get in there. Get in there. And thank you so much thank for being you. here. Really. Hi, guys. What's up? I'm Usama Siddiqui, local comedian in New York City, and you're watching Chanel in the City with your host, Chanel Omari. Yeah.